Welcome to Ordinary Prayers, where ordinary people pray through Scripture. Be calm. Be mindful. These four words are especially useful to remember in a time where concerns about health, income, and future seek to consume our sense of hope. But I want to help you move those words from your vocabulary down into your soul. To do this, I've invited friends to join me in the practice of Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina literally means divine reading. It is a traditional monastic practice of reading and meditating upon scripture, where we read the words, not to study them, but to allow them to speak to us, so we might hear the voice of God speaking to us in them. Be calm, relax, breathe deeply and slowly. Be mindful of the presence of God in your life as we listen. Now let us prepare our hearts and minds to listen. Praying with me today is Ilona. I'm going to open us in prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, enlighten my heart and my mind so I might listen to your word. Now continue to just relax, breathe. We're going to read from Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 1 through 6. At that time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. When Israel sought for rest, the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore I have continued my faithfulness to you. 
Again I will build you, and you shall be built. O virgin Israel, again you shall take your tambourines and go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit. For there you shall that for there shall be a day when sentinels will call in the hill country of Ephraim. Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. Lono, is there any word that kind of caught your attention or a phrase that caught your attention in that reading? Grace. Grace. you to think about grace as we as you listen to it again okay Mm -hmm. at that time says the Lord I will be the God of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people thus says the Lord the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness When Israel sought for rest, the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again, I will build you, and you shall be built. O virgin Israel, again you shall take your tambourines and go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planter shall plant and enjoy the fruit. For there shall be a day when sentinels will call in the hill country of Ephraim. Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God.
want to share with me any thoughts that were running through your head as you listened to that? I've never heard that um, passage before, so that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the everlasting love. Right. <clears throat> and building, building up the environment. Mm-hmm. I like that. I have loved you with an everlasting love, too. Just mm-hmm. Unconditional. Mm-hmm. How did it speak to you, like, what's going on? Do you feel a connection with what's going on with you right now? I think so. You know, with with kids, there's always that everlasting love and that unconditionalness. Mm-hmm. I think about that. Well, I'm sitting there, it's interesting because I was sitting there thinking about our our conversation about you know working with autistic children Mm -hmm. and being in the classroom and now learning to be guiding from a distance. Absolutely. Right. And like, there's this part of this text that is guiding from a distance. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. And, uh, um, and I, and I specifically talked, touched me when it said, again, I will build you and you Mm -hmm. shall be built. Yeah. And um and I that really that I that kinda touched me with what you were saying about um your job. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. We um, never really know how much we we affect someone until you know, you're not there. Right. Doing it from a distance. That's <laughs> right. I'm sitting there listening to this, and I'm thinking of all the ways. Maybe, maybe we talked too much before we started doing this, you know, because I've seen all these connections with you. Um, well, you know, you had talked about, I mean, shelter in, this isolation is driving you nuts because you're a, you're a people person. Yep. And you like to, and you talked about touch, right? Yep. yep. And... um. And this, and these these words that come over and over again. Again, you shall take your tambourines and go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. And again, you shall, you know, go outside and plant vineyards. And you know, there's going to be a day that's going to come that the sentinel will call you and say, "Hey, let's go up to Zion to, to the Lord our God." And yet, it's not a, that's not an individual journey, right? Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. What is it? You know, what is grace? When you hear that word, you you thought grace was the word yeah. that. What what does that kind of what does that mean for you? Um. So I guess the first word that I think of when I think of grace, or the first words, is you know absolutely everything. You know, which just sounds weird, like. We're getting grace. We're getting absolutely everything. Everything we need is ours mm. in in God's eyes. Right. Um, so it's the unconditional part of it. It's the love part of it. Um, 
it's just, it's ours for the taking. Right. Where do you see, where do you see grace most in your life? <laughs> Raising kids. <laughs> <laughs> Raising a oh. husband. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was restraint. I didn't know that was oh, grace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I see a lot of it at school where I work. Um, you know, I, I'm with so many different students. Mm. Each one of them is completely different in their learning styles, in their attitudes. Um, and I walk around and, and I see teachers that just have that grace for them, that just, no matter what, gives them everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why I love the job so much is I'm able to be that little piece for them. And now we're doing it distance learning. And, and I have some students that they need that extra grace. They need that extra everything, mm-hmm. you know, just to, to get them by. Wow. And, and the way you kind of described it, I would think that the, the teachers need that kind of grace of your presence too, don't Absolutely, they? Absolutely, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. There are times, though, there are times that I walk into a room and I feel like I'm invisible mm-hmm. is the way that I feel. However, when I leave the room, the teachers are always thanking me for being there. And I'm like, huh, I see, I thought I was invisible. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, we give it, we give that grace to each other just to, to make sure that we can all survive in the day. Right. Yeah. The students and the teachers that we can survive in the day. Right. <laughs> well, I, you know, that's a, that's an interesting observation, just how you said that you feel invisible. Yeah. But then when you leave, the teachers are thankful for your presence. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's probably better, like, you know, nobody wants to feel invisible, right? I mean, right. It's, a, it's not the most affirming It's presence. not. Right. But if, if you're invisible, then you're so fitting in that, and you're keeping, it, they're not, you're not giving them anything to, that they have to, that takes their attention away. Right. Whether it's with a student or with, you know, you're not a disruptive force in the classroom. You're adding to that. Yep. You know, I was, I, I can never take really good pictures of people, <laughs> um, you know, natural pictures of people because I'm so big and yeah. I have such a outgoing personality that everybody notices me. Right. And so then, and then they make them feel self-conscious and that they, they won't be natural and they'll avoid you. you. You'll never get a genuine shot. The best photographers are the ones that are invisible that people right. don't notice, yeah. you know, because yeah. then everybody's acting natural. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just trying to say that being invisible is a good thing. Okay. Just it is you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I do a part-time job as well. And, and I am invisible in that job, but yet, Without me, the place would fall apart. <laughs> I'm a wedding coordinator. And oh, so, right. And when I do that, I actually had a wedding where one of my really good friends was in the was in one of the pews, mm-hmm. and you know I was hopping around like a chicken with my head cut off, 
and doing my job. And it wasn't until everyone was leaving after the service was over. And she saw me. She goes, I didn't know you were at the in the service. And I'm like, no, actually, I, I work here. She's like, I had no idea. And yet yeah. I was everywhere that day. And she didn't even see me. So, I, you know, invisible and yet everything is is mm-hmm. getting done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good feeling. Well, that's, I mean, there's, there's something about that, that, that role that's in this text too, because, um, um, you know, we can focus on the words, I have loved you with an everlasting love there, but it's there. Therefore I've continued to be faithful to you and I will build you. But it's, it's, it's kind of like an invisible presence that the, that God has with these right. people that are journeying through the wilderness. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Certainly so this is um the um this this Jeremiah text is is a word that goes out to the people as they're returning from exile. Okay. Um, and so you know in a lot of ways it's really fitting to us right now. You know these people who have been cast off and spread away from their homeland are are getting to come back and uh and they feel abandoned you know um yeah so this is really fitting to this time absolutely yeah very cool um i'm gonna i keep these things try to keep them pretty short so um i'm gonna um pray us out of this and sounds um, good okay so why don't you um let's pray all right Gracious God, we give thanks that your grace finds us even when we are lost in the wilderness, whether that wilderness be in our mind, in our heart, in our soul. Maybe that wilderness is in our own home. But you find us and your grace finds us wherever we are. And you speak a word into us that reminds us that we are loved with an everlasting love and you will continue your faithfulness to us. Uh, we pray that you would continue to read your Holy Spirit um, into the Spencer house, that you will continue to build them up, um, for they are people that want to be built. And we pray that you would lead us all to a time that we will be able to gather again in, um, in your sanctuary, that we'll be able to embrace, laugh, hug, hold, and touch. Um, so we remember that we are a people and we are a community and that we are friends. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.